0: Hello, hello and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy and I'm the host of this daily podcast, which is all about the music I make and the music I like. I said last week that I want to try and keep the Monday to Thursday episodes down to a tight 10, so we're going to get right into it. Today's episode is a gig story about the time I saw everything, everything at Night and Day Cafe in Manchester with my good friend Phil. Now... Now, for those who don't know, Everything Everything are a four-piece avant-garde rock-pop band. I don't really know how to do their sound justice in one quick phrase. But they are made up of Jonathan on vocals and guitar, Jeremy on bass, Michael on drums, and Alex on guitar. Now, the original guitarist was called Alex, and he was replaced by another guitarist called Alex. I saw this band when they had the original guitarist. I've seen them since. But in this story, it's back in 2008, around the release... Of their debut single suffragette suffragette which wikipedia tells me came out first of december 2008 phil and i were studying the same course at huddersfield university music technology basically learning how to record music and work in a studio some programming etc and we lived in the same halls it was a place it was in Storrs hall which i've mentioned before was weirdly i thought of it like hogwarts getting there because you had huddersfield the city and then you had to take a bus for about half an hour to get to stores halls but s-t-o-r-t-h-e-s hall if you wish to search that in huddersfield so we lived in the same halls we were myers b i lived in i think flat seven he lived in like flat 12 or something But we became friends. He was very clued up on new music. He's the one who introduced us to this band. I think it was most likely through Six Music, the BBC radio station, and most likely from the host Mark Riley, who was a bit of a fixture on the Manchester live scene. We saw him more than a few times at gigs that we went to. So I can't find the exact date of this gig because Setlist FM doesn't have it listed. It has a bunch of early gigs by Everything Everything, but it also has, if you search for everything, everything you also get bands like Everything Is Made in China, Despite Everything, The Love of Everything, and The Day Everything Became Nothing. But I'm placing it around winter, to end of 2008, early 2009. So the story begins. We get the train from Huddersfield to Manchester Piccadilly and take the short walk to the Northern Quarter, which is where the venue is, Night and Day Cafe on Oldham Road? Oldham Street? Our survey says Oldham Street. Now, Phil is, at least at the time, he was pretty good at drinking. I, in my extreme naivety, would try and match him drink for drink. Phil is the kind of person who could have six or seven pints before a gig and be all right. He'd be in a merry state, but he'd be all right. Listener, I could not do that. I I was not, I am not, I doubt I ever will be a good drinker, someone who can really hold their drink, which is why I don't drink pretty much at all now. But at the time, I tried to match him drink for drink. (laughs) I wonder how that will turn out. So... We, I can't even remember where we drank before the show, but we ended up at Night and Day Cafe. If I remember correctly, if you're facing north, it's on your right hand side. And as you walk in, it is a cafe at the front. There's like a bar area on your left as you walk further and, you know, seating areas, tables and so on for the cafe part. As you keep walking into the venue. There were benches on your left-hand side. There's a piano on the right-hand side. There's a stage against the back wall on the right. And then to the left of the stage is where you'd go through a corridor to the toilets and I think the green room, etc. We get there. The show was really good. And I'm just going on instinct there because I remember leaving feeling like I had a good time. I do not remember the show. What I do remember is that I was present for some of the show and then I sat down on those benches, and then I threw up behind those benches, and then I fell asleep on those benches. But I did wake up in time to catch maybe half, maybe the last third of the Everything Everything show. So, yeah, that that's why. <laughs> and you would think after this, I would say, okay, I'm never going to try and match Phil drink for drink again. No. <laughs> spoiler alert that was not the case but I did wake up eventually to catch some of the show had a really good time they ended the set with Suffragette Suffragette I think which I said was their debut single and what I'm talking about we I heard this via their MySpace we weren't yet in the age of Spotify I wasn't really using Pandora or any other means and I wasn't really using I think I was kind of using YouTube yes I think the video was on YouTube but There were a bunch of songs on their MySpace, and Phil was a very big fan of one song in particular, which I can't recall now, but I know it didn't end up on their debut album, Man Alive. This was the type of show that was small enough where after they finished playing, you can say hi to the band. And I got into a bit of a habit during this era, I do it with most shows anyway, where I would take a gig poster off the wall and ask someone in the band to sign it. And the lyrics to the end of Suffragette Suffragette all four members of the band sing in harmony. And the lyrics are either who's A going to sit on your fence when I'm gone? Who's a going to sit on your fence when I'm not there? Or who's are going to sit on your face when I'm gone? Who's a going to sit on your face when I'm not there? So we got talking to the singer Jonathan and we asked him to sign the poster and asked him what those lyrics were. And he he's a funny guy because he signed the poster with who's are going to sit on your F... And then a bunch of scribbles, which I thought was a very tasteful way to sign the poster. After the show, now I might be conflating two different shows here. Because we saw them at Night and Day Cafe. And we saw them again at, I want to say, Manchester Academy. And I think it was part of an enemy tour. And at one of these shows, we were told there was an after party. And Phil and I were like, yeah, sure, we'd love to go. The band left, and we couldn't remember where the after-party was. But some random guy in the venue approached us and said, oh, I know where it is, come with me. (laughs) And such, again, naivety is really the name of the game here. We were like, yeah, sure, he seems like he knows what he's doing, let's go with him. Got in a taxi with this guy, To this day, I don't know his name, I can barely remember what he looked like, I don't know how he found us, but he was right about where the after-party was, because he went into this club, which I could not find for the life of me again if I was paid to, went inside, and lo and behold, the band was there. So we got to hang out with the band afterwards at this after-party, which again, I don't have much recollection of, but I do remember, and apologies Jonathan, if well, apologies anyway, I'm pretty sure Jonathan had just gone through a breakup and he was slightly commiserating that fact. And I think in my drunken stupor I was saying, no, I don't worry about it. Your band's going to be huge and you won't even remember this. Maybe he doesn't even remember this. Maybe it's a very painful memory, which is why I apologise for bringing it up. But it makes the story more fun. So <laughs> I was consoling him about that and it was another one of those where... The band left and then me and Phil were just there a bit like when I saw The Big Pink where at one point you just realised, oh, it's just us. I don't think it was a big goodbye, see you around, stay in touch or anything. It was just like, yeah, bye. So Phil and I had some time to kill before our train back. And we walked around Manchester for ages just resinging the end harmonies for Suffragette Suffragette, which is why that is the song for today because... That song has some very special memories for me. In particular, how I I feel like it was ours. It most likely wasn't. But we did spend an awful lot of time walking around the, uh, I want to say the quay, the river. There is a river in Manchester. And we're walking around it and crossing some bridge and just singing the end of the song, Suffragette, Suffragette, over and over and over. Now, what was it I just recalled? Yes, Phil and I started a band. Now this was definitely a second time that we saw Everything Everything because this was our second year at this university so we lived in a different place. But Phil and I had kind of started a band, the two of us. We were called Hound Voice. We had a MySpace. We told everything everything about this and on that MySpace which unfortunately no longer exists I don't think because MySpace went through that thing where they deleted a whole bunch of stuff that was on there. But we had one comment on our MySpace and it was from everything everything and phil and i i think we both still cling to that as a what do you call it claim to fame hound voice by the way is an amazing band name and hound voice shall someday rise again phil if you're listening to this i still remember how the songs go i'm ready when you are i don't know if the world's ready i don't care let's do this but yeah that was the time i saw everything everything at night and day cafe in manchester I think there needs to be a future episode about Manchester in general because I had some amazing times there. The Deaf Institute, Ruby Lounge, just the atmosphere, the vibe bumping into Mark Riley. There was one time I saw Johnny Marr in the crowd when we were watching a band. Yeah, fun memories. And it's a place I would absolutely love to play at some point. Thank you, Phil, for taking me to that show and to many other shows where we were together, living in halls together. In Huddersfield at University and here's hoping someday we'll get to see another gig together again so today's song is Suffragette Suffragette by Everything Everything which was their debut single from December 2008 Thank you very much for listening. Hey, I'm still within the 10-minute margin just about. I will be back on the next episode. Until then, you can find me online at Saddest Night Out. And do feel free to send me a voice note if you have any particularly good gig stories because I wouldn't mind having a bit of a compilation episode where I just get a bunch of other people's stories and share them. And we can all kind of relive just how amazing live music is and how eager and gagging for it we are to get back in those live venues again. Oh, and don't forget to search hashtag save our venues or look for music venue trust online to find out about the fundraising campaign to save 30 venues in the UK that are on the brink of closing permanently. And future generations deserve to share in experiences like the ones I'm sharing on here. And we are the people that can help to make that happen. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Take care.